Hello and welcome to the 44th episode of Fresh Off The Real. My name is Lib. And my name is the Italian Stallion, Pat. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about 9, 10 movies, you know, like we, we, got, we got a good one here laid out for you guys. Today we're going to be talking about mainly Creed and Creed 2, two uh, spin-off movies that take place in the same franchise as the Rocky movies. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to talk about Creed without talking about at least, like, the first three Rocky movies. But yeah, so if you, if you like Rocky, sit down, grab yourself a plate of spaghetti with meat sauce. Ask how you're doing. Ask how you're doing. I can't remember seeing Rocky drink anything aside from water that was force-fed down his throat. But grab yourself a bottle of water, I guess. Eggs, man. Raw eggs in the first movie. Grab yourself a big old cup of eggs. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, have, we're gonna have some fun for however long this episode is. Yeah, so... Let's talk cinema. But before uh, we get into the thick of it... Uh, I'm sick right now. Uh, my throat is blocked and my nose is blocked. And I sound like a pig. Oink. Oink, oink. <laughs> Alright, let's, <laughs> let's get into it. So, uh, I guess we'll start... With talking about the first few Rocky movies, we're going to blaze through this because we're mainly here to talk about Creed 1 and 2 because Creed 3 is coming out soon. I thought I thought Creed 3 would be the last one, but Michael B. Jordan said it will not be. So, yeah. Might be the last one for Sylvester Stallone, though, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I think so. I think is, he, so. is he confirmed to be in this no. movie? He's not in it. He's not confirmed to be in it. Okay. I don't he's know probably, if he will be. He's probably in it to some degree. I feel like, yeah, okay, so yeah, but we're gonna get into what's, what might happen in Creed 3 in a bit. But yeah, so Rocky, Rocky is a is a six-movie franchise titled Rocky 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. Uh, nope, it's called Rocky Balboa. That's Come the on, last man. one. Don't, don't you know that Balboa comes after 5 in, in, in the, <laughs> the numbers? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> We learned this in, in pre-K. It's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, Balboa, 7, 8. 7, 8, 9. Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on, man. Did... Listen, all I'm saying is uh, Sylvester Stallone took a couple punches to the head and, and uh, he, he, he forgot how to count. But uh, it's okay. <laughs> I actually don't mind the uh, the title. Maybe in our hearts, it's Rocky Six because Balboa has six letters. True. <laughs> so maybe maybe it actually is Rocky Six and Sylvester Stallone thinks he's just being smart. <laughs> maybe maybe um, um, or maybe we're giving him too much credit, you know. Maybe. And I, I, I actually like the title of Rocky Balboa, but I would have liked it more if it was the last movie. And and, and you know, technically it is, but Creed exists and he's in them, so Yeah. <laughs> so the the first Rocky movie is Truly a classic. It came out in 1976. Yep. That that's uh wow. <laughs> that movie is is 20 years older than I am. It's kind of crazy. I don't want to say uh, how much older this movie is. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm uh, I, I grew up on these movies, so it's just weird to think that it's it's 20 years older. This that's movie kind of crazy. This movie came out when my dad was six years old. That's even crazier for me. Time, time comes for us all, as uh, as Rocky says in Creed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, time, in my opinion, hasn't done this movie quite well. 
I agree. I I, I love this movie. I gave it four out of five. So I I love this movie. I gave it three and a half. But uh, I I think a big problem with this movie is uh, the core of the film, <laughs> which is like building like Rocky and Adrian's relationship and like building Rocky as a fighter, uh, I, I, like Rocky's dream. I don't I don't think it does it <laughs> super well, or at least it doesn't hold up as well. Like, like we watched we watched all these movies together by the way just yeah we watched, we, 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 we watched them all together we did a marathon um, yeah we finished a marathon go us <laughs> before. first marathon um, done <laughs> um there are like rocky's relationship with adrian is is really awkward like really awkward and it kind of feels like they're only together because she just got worn down to the point of wanting him to stop <laughs> so she just she just agreed <laughs> and uh it, it's weird it's weird um this it's it's a very awkward and cringy experience like you i watched these movies when i was a kid and i always remember it being like oh you know they always loved each other there was like love at first sight but but really it's like love at first sight for rocky and then he mm -hmm. became best friends with her brother, just so he could get with her, uh, and and and, and then he, Pauly... he basically harasses her. Every <laughs> he basically harasses her. Like and then... he's not he's not like like a dick. Like he's 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 a he's a nice, well-meaning guy about it. But he does effectively bother her every day <laughs> until she agrees to go out with him. Yeah, <laughs> and and like. Polly's the fucking worst. He's like Polly is 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 the the best friend that Lib mentioned. Oh, he sucks. He's he's awful. He's awful in all of these movies. But it, this first one is not really a good uh, depiction of him. It's not a good introduction. Polly is just this drunk asshole that hates everybody. Hates his sister. Abuses his sister, which we see in this movie, and never again. <laughs> but, yeah. Another thing we see in this movie, and never again. Is that that Rocky apparently is in the mafia? <laughs> mafia, <laughs> mafia. Yeah. yeah, he's like um, he's like a, a debt collector. There's, there's a term for it. Yeah, I forgot what they're called. Concierge, I think they called. I think those are what the concierge are. But whatever. Uh, and then and then the whole movie, Polly's like, "Hey, Rock, you think you could get me a job working for uh, uh what's his name, Gazo? Thought working for Gazo." Rocky's like, no, you can't do it. It's bad. Yeah, but and he's then, doing it. And then you're doing it, Rock. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, but, but like, like an hour into the movie, <laughs> Rocky starts fighting. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's when, and that's when it gets, that's when it gets good. <laughs> Andre the Giant is in this movie. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's this one. Andre the Giant's in this movie for like half a second. That's cool. Uh, but that, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much uh, everything that happens in this movie. He, he falls in love with Adrian, and then yeah. they they have. Uh, there's, there's a kissing scene. So, I think the most well known thing about the Godfather Part Two is that super awkward kissing scene. Like you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, everyone says that's the most awkward kissing scene in cinema history. I disagree. It's this one. It's 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 it's, it's Rocky One. I don't think Sylvester Stallone kissed a woman before this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I say this knowing full well that he did porn. <laughs> I still don't think 
<laughs> he was doing a porn kiss in a movie. Yeah, it was. It's weird. Like the, the, the beginning of this movie is weird, but once Rocky starts fighting, and you get into like the heart of the movie, it's great. Like it's just, it's just a good time. Yeah, like when he's training with Mickey and the, oh god, I love Mickey. Mickey's so good. Mickey's he's hilarious. Great. Uh, every every five minutes, Rocky's like, "Hey, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Hey, how you doing, Mick? Hey, how's it going?" We're gonna yeah, he be doing he... a Rocky impression this whole time. Yeah, he doesn't say hi to anybody. He's he just <laughs> he just enters rooms. He's like, "How you doing?" How you doing? And I, 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 there it is. <laughs> it's it's funny because like like I I imagine that when he walks into like a room full of people. And and they're and they're all, they're all like hey like it's his birthday like it's a surprise party and he's like oh, oh surprise well wow. and then like everyone's like happy birthday Rocky how you doing happy birthday how you doing hey, how you doing how you doing man <laughs> I feel like Sylvester Stallone doesn't play a character in Rocky One he's just he's just Sylvester Stallone yeah like in Creed Creed also in the first Creed movie yeah in the first Sylvester Creed movie Stallone. he's very just old man Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's Rocky one. Uh, he fights. Oh, we didn't even fucking think. Okay, so Apollo, not Apollo. Yeah, Apollo. Apollo yes, Creed. Apollo Creed. <laughs> like, wait, this is this is He's the whole important. reason we're here today, and we forgot to mention him completely. So Apollo Creed, he's the heavyweight champion of the world, uh, or or just I think in just in North America, but it might be the world. I can't remember. Oh yeah, yeah. He's the world heavyweight champion. Yeah, he's the world heavyweight champ because because it's in Rocky Four where they're like, all right, we're letting foreigners, uh, be part of the the world whatever championship, which is a real thing that happened apparently. Like the, it, it was only a U.S. thing until like the eighties. Until Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> so Apollo Creed, played by Carl Weathers. Great actor, love this guy. He's in the Mandalorian. Yeah, I like uh, I like Apollo a lot. I think uh, Apollo's great. Apollo is my favorite character in in all of in the whole franchise. I love Apollo. Yeah, I, I think I think Carl Weathers is great. Like throughout his entire run as as, as Creed, I think he's really good. he's really fun. Yeah, he's um, super. I say good. I say a whole run because he's not in all of them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna come back later. Yeah. So Apollo uh, challenges Rocky. Because he thinks it's just gonna be oh it's a stu- it's an exhibition fight you know he's young he he's new he has no chance this is just for a, a cha- like a charity exhibition event this is not nothing special, but then Rocky actually gives it his all and he's like okay you know what there's a fucking fight now and they fight for real, and it, it comes to a, a stalemate yeah so so the way the the fight ends is uh, and it's important we mentioned this is, is Creed wins but but Rocky like goes the distance which means like he takes him to like. The last round, round. they trade. They trade rounds. It's a round fifteen, and like no one had ever done that to Creed before. Um, so so it's a big moment for Rock. It's so big that Rocky Two is is done fighting again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Creed only won because of a split decision. So Ro- Rocky Rocky is like, oh no, he he didn't actually win. It's me. I won. I'm I'm good. I'm I I did it. I won. And then and then Creed's like, no, no, no I won. Well, how about we have a fucking rematch? Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, we'll rematch. We'll do we'll do that rematch. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then and then Rocky wins, and that's the whole second movie. Yeah, that's that's the whole second movie. We don't even have to mention stuff that happened. Oh, the one, the only thing that's super important that happens in Rocky Two is uh, Rocky proposes to Adrian in the best cinema fucking proposal in the in the universe. He that's goes, in two. That's in two, 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's also he also gets in over his head and like he, he he gets so much money he buys like expensive stuff. Uh, yeah, this this is a trend throughout from two to four. Like in, in five and and, and six it, it comes down, but yeah, it's a big thing in this in this franchise. Uh, another another great thing, a, a a really good joke in this movie is is like this is like Rocky's accountant. He goes up to him and he's like, oh, you know. With all this money you have, it might be a good good idea to start investing in 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 things like in some like condominiums, and then Rocky's like, "But I never use them." <laughs> <laughs> one, of the, one of the best jokes in this franchise. <laughs> it's so good, uh, and and the proposal is like, uh, "You, Adrian, uh, I was wondering if uh, you wouldn't mind marrying me very much." And she doesn't hear him, and then he's like, and then he removes her earmuffs, and he's like, "I was wondering if you wouldn't mind marrying me very much." <laughs> that that's how I plan to propose, <laughs> and, I really, and I really hope my 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 future maybe fiance knows <laughs> the references. And doesn't break up with me immediately after me saying that. If she doesn't get the reference, you can't marry her. Like, like, I have to prepare her for that, because it's that, that's happening. Uh, <laughs> I'm I, not proposing any other way, so. Oh, and also, we forgot to mention uh, the best character ever, objective best character in all of these movies. Uh, but kiss. Did you say that because he's in the, the yeah, he's in the picture. There. So, but but kiss is like I think he's a Rottweiler, uh, and he he's Sylvester Stallone's actual dog, and the. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody knows this story that uh, Sylvester Stallone, he was super poor and he had to sell his dog. He sold his dog so that he could get the money to start making Rocky. And then when Rocky blew up, uh, Sylvester Stallone bought his dog back. <laughs> like, it's a famous story. Everybody knows that. Uh, but Buttkiss is in Rocky 2. Uh, he's in Rocky 3. But he's not in Rocky 4. But it's because Buttkiss died in real life, and it's very sad. <laughs> yeah, he died in, like, in like 81 from what I, I just... Yeah. Rest in peace, Buttkiss. Rest in peace, peace Buttkiss. Uh, what what I don't... Like, I, I, I wish... I wish this was in Creed. Maybe it is in Creed and Creed 2. But I, I just wish that in one of the scenes where you're in Rocky's house, there's a photo of Buttkiss somewhere, but there isn't. Not that I mean, I've seen. You don't see it because they're covered for movie reasons, but Sylvester Stallone has a tattoo of Butkus. Yeah. <laughs> but like it's it's obviously covered and Rocky doesn't have it. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I love Butkus. He's so good. He's he's just like he's just like, oh Butkus, say hey, here's here's a treat of the good boy, good boy. <laughs> like walks on screen, he eats the treat, and he walks away. It's the best. <laughs> best character, best movie. Yeah, that, that like, Rocky wins, and and that, then Rocky becomes uh, the heavyweight champion of the world, and 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 he stays, he stays that way for a long time. <laughs> yeah, uh, I gave Rocky two four stars. Um, I also gave it four stars. Yeah, I also gave it four stars. Yeah. All right, now now uh, Rocky three. So Rocky three. This is when it starts getting nuts. All right, because now Mr. T is in the picture here. Yeah, they they were like, we need to get celebrity cameos because because you know a franchise is big when you get celebrity cameos um, yeah. so mr t is in this movie <laughs> so mr t uh, he plays clubber lang uh, and he's challenging rocky for the heavyweight championship because yep. clubber lang uh, is like oh you're a fool you're a fool rocky you're a fool he says that yep. all the time <laughs> and uh and um 
What's his name? Trains him. <laughs> Apollo. <laughs> Apollo. <laughs> yeah, so Apollo. So Apollo. Creed, uh, <laughs> Creed, Creed trades him. Yeah, so Apollo became. Uh, got a lot of respect for Rocky after the first two fights, and they basically became like best friends. Yep. Uh, and this movie introduces Eye of the Tiger. Let's have note. Hell yeah. It's like the best song ever made. <laughs> and then I, this movie, uh, one important thing from Rocky 3, because it comes up in Creed, is, is this movie ends like after Rocky wins, because he's, he has to win. Rocky and, and Creed have a, a third match that ends with like a freeze frame. It's very famous. The extremely famous shot. Um, we never know who, who, who won that fight uh, until Creed, which is interesting. I I need I need to know uh, if we can buy like, you know the the freeze frame and then it becomes like a, a painting. I want to buy that painting. I don't know if anywhere sells that, but I need that. I need that in my room. I fucking love this movie. I think Rocky Three is the best one. Yeah, I, I also gave it a four. I think Rocky Three is is really good. Um, my my issue with Rocky Three is, is just it's like it's not even an issue. It's just, this one is just like. It's just a fight, right? Like, like it's it's just none of Rocky's like personal life stuff that's that's in like most of these movies. It's just hey, we we need to prepare for this fight. We're gonna we're gonna train and then we're gonna fight and that's the movie. Um, wait, is this the one where Mickey dies? Uh, yeah, Mickey Mickey dies in this one. Mickey dies of a of a heart attack. Yeah, that's why Creed is training him because he needs a trainer. Yeah, so so Mickey uh, Mickey died because. Mickey was like, Rock, you shouldn't fight Clubber Lang. It's a bad idea. He's hey, going to kill monster. you. He's a monster, Rock. He's going to kill you. He got the eye of the ti- he's got the eye of the tiger, Rock. He's got the eye of the tiger. Then they fight, and then Mickey gets a heart attack in the middle of the fight. Uh, so uh, they, call a, they call a timeout, and the fight doesn't continue. Uh, but the, and then and then Mr. T like keeps like intimidating him, and he's like, you, you, you didn't win. You didn't win nothing. You're a coward. You're a coward. That's that's my Mr. T impression. You think he's good? That's <laughs> <Yeah>, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then they have the rematch, and and and, and Creed, Creed trains Rocky with the fight, the the fighting style that Rocky really should have taught Creed. <laughs> yes, because uh... the, the the big the big thing about these movies is that like Rocky has a very distinct fighting style. He's a southpaw, which means he leads with his left hand, not his right hand, uh, and. Everyone hates Southpaws, apparently, because they're hard to fight. That's what Rocky says in the first movie. But he... he, Rocky is not fast. He's not quick on his feet, but he's very... He's very strong, and he... He, he throws, like, really bad punches. He, he likes to aim for, like, the gut area. That's his, like, secret weapon. That doesn't work on people like like Mr. T. Like Clubber and, 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 like, and especially... Um, only get to Ivan Drago. So, so in this movie, Creed and Rocky kind of develop this this mix of a fighting that they're both like they're both fighting styles, and uh, it's really good. It's really it's really cool to watch. Um, Creed should have taught it to to, to Adonis, <laughs> but I don't know why he doesn't. This this is this movie has like the best uh, the best training uh, best training montage. It's got Eye of the Tiger is great. Um, the only only thing is this. I think this is the cheesiest Rocky movie. Yeah, that's what makes it good, though. That that's what makes it the best Rocky movie. Like, it, it is an '80s movie, so it's like cheesy. It's it's cheesy in like an '80s movie kind of way. So if you like that, this is great. If you don't like that, you're not gonna like this one a lot. Yeah, this movie's good. It's it's, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, th- this one's my favorite of of the whole franchise. 
the the number one comment on letterbox for this movie is so sly what's your big idea for the third rocky movie well i was thinking in this one and then and then stallone leans back in his chair and takes a drag off a cigarette rocky fights a really mean guy <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> like, it. like, like in one, in one, two, and, and and four, the fights have like meaning. This one, he's just fighting Mr. T because Mr. T's an asshole. He's just fighting like, Mr. T. <laughs> you fool! You're a fool. I I, I like all the guys. Not called them Clever Lang at all, <laughs> but whatever. In- interestingly, uh, uh, Cl- Clever Lang is the only opponent uh, that Rocky's ever fought that never came back. That ne- ne- and never got a, a mention in any of the other movies. Even the ones he fights in Rocky Five and Six are at least mentioned in Rocky. I mean, in Creed, uh, Creed One, but Clubber Lines not mentioned anywhere. So they can't. They can't afford to say Mister T's name. <laughs> uh, but moving up to Rocky Four, this this fucking Rocky on steroids, dude. <laughs> yeah, Sylvester Stallone is is like really big in this movie. Like he's huge. <laughs> This is, I think, Rocky Four is is Rocky at his peak physical condition. I also think this movie has the best fights. Yeah, movie. this movie has the best fights, and this movie has uh, my favorite, uh, my favorite locale because we finally go away from Philadelphia because he tra- he trains in um, in Moscow. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's really cool because like he he trains in the snow in this like really like ur- not urban in this really rural area and he gets and he gets trained by um, Creed's trainer like the the per- the guy that trained Creed in Rocky one and two what was yeah. his name? That's with a D. Uh, I think. Duke is Duke. Duke, yeah, 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 because yeah, Duke Junior. Yeah. And du- Duke's an important character. He'll come up in the Creed movies. Very, really sad, very sad moment. Uh, Apollo Creed dies in this movie, which is super important. You need to keep yeah. this in mind, everybody. Keep this in mind. Apollo Creed dies in Rocky IV versus Ivan Drago. Like, Rocky IV is like the, the setup for, for It's Creed. the penultimate Rocky movie. Yeah. Then, um, but it's like, it's really good. I like, I like Ivan Drago like a lot. I think he's, he's, He's like the worst actor, but but he's he's great at being this big like physical threat, you know. He's better in Creed too. Oh yeah, he's definitely. Yeah. But he's also like 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 fifty years older. <laughs> fifty years. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, maybe not fifty, but like I mean, he's like on eighty five, like in twenty. Wait, hold on! I just clicked on because the, the 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 actor who plays Ivan Drago's name is Dolph Lung- Lundgren. He's in Minions: Rise of Gru. <laughs> Set seven gents. I don't know who that is. He's just every. He's all the minions. <laughs> he's also in uh, in Aquaman. Who is he? King Nerus. But yeah, uh, Ivan Drago is probably the the strongest opponent that that any any of these and in any of these movies. Like Ivan Drago is definitely the strongest opponent. Like even his son couldn't be couldn't beat yeah. him. I I think I think Prime Drago beats Prime Drago Junior. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Um, uh, yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah, but it, that that actually that's gonna come up a lot by the, like especially in, in the next movie, Rocky Rocky Five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and Rocky Six. Um, this movie and then the Creed movies are a lot about like legacy and um, like going forward, they're going to be a lot about legacy and and a lot of a lot of questions because you know these are sports movies at the end of the day, and and a big a big thing about sports is you know uh, athletes get older and then they 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 retire and then you know the next generation comes in, but but the question will always linger if if a prime X can beat whatever the current like big athlete is. And that's a thing here too. Um, yeah. You're gonna see a lot of questions about if Prime and Rocky can beat Rocky Six guy. <laughs> you can't remember his name. But like the 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 thing is in this movie, I think this is the most unrealistic Rocky movie because there's no way he wins this fight. Rocky Four. Yeah, yeah there's Rocky no Four. Way. There's no way he wins this fight. Like he wins in the end, but I don't. I can't get how. The 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 that here's the thing right between the between Rocky and, and Drago, is is realistically speaking, Drago hits Rocky like a couple times and Rocky's on the floor. Yeah, Dra- Drago overpowers him like like ten to one, but Rocky at this point is faster, and and that I, that's the only reason he 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 walks away alive, because because you know Drago just beats his opponents by beating them down and then Rocky just was a mismatch for him I guess is the logic that the movie takes I definitely see a version of this movie where Drago wins yeah because Drago is a monster (laughs) he's the biggest threat in this franchise and the fact that Rocky wins is kind of insane and he only he only wins because because like Rocky's whole thing in all these movies is is he gets back up he he's like a stamina fighter where like like he if he can't be, if he can't overpower you, he's gonna outmatch you in, in, in stamina, right? Yeah. Uh, but but I think Drago like just like he doesn't win, <laughs> like like to outpace Drago, you need to get your shit kicked in, and he does. He gets ruined in this movie. So like it's it, the fact that he wins is kind of crazy. Yeah, I think we because while we were watching this movie, we were saying like because uh, both Rocky three and Rocky four are revenge stories because the only reason he wants to fight clubber lang is because he blame he blames him for killing mickey and the only reason he fights ivan drago is because drago killed creed and that's something that rocky could have prevented uh which is another thing that'll come up later at, at any point because since because rocky was the one training uh apollo for the for the drago fight and at any point, Rocky could have thrown in the towel because he was noticing that uh, that Creed was losing. He was dying, babe, for real. Like, literally, he was dying. But but like he was like, I'm going to throw in the towel. I'm going to throw in the towel. And Creed's like, no, no, no. Don't throw in the towel. I could do this. He should have, he should have, like, he shouldn't have listened to him. He should have just thrown in the towel. And that's something that'll that'll come up uh, when we talk about, Ro- uh, not Rocky, when we talk about Creed 2. Uh, and I think, like, the, the main reason why he fights... Drago in this movie, it's not really just, like, uh, revenge, like, oh, you killed Creed. It's not just that. It's also that he blames himself for Creed's death as well, and he's trying to prove that it was a mistake and it wasn't his fault, but he proves the opposite because he takes down uh, Drago. So this will come up later, so keep that in mind, too. Rocky Four is a very important movie for, the Creed, for yeah. both Creed movies. Uh, before we move on to Rocky Five, because I want to delay the inevitable, do you think a hypothetical Prime Apollo could have beaten Drago? Just like just a hypothetical question, a I... a, a Prime 
Apollo Creed. Could he have beaten this version of Drago? I think so. I think he could have. I think, I think so. Yeah, I think he could have because the, in his prime, he was the quickest. He's basically Muhammad Ali. Like yeah. he was he was the he's the Rocky version of Muhammad Ali. And I think he could have beaten Drago. You know what? Let's 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 pose our audience. So, so uh there's a there's a new feature that that uh uh, uh that Spotify has implemented where you can pose like a question on the on this on the podcast episode like a poll. Let's try it. Let's try it. So anybody listening to this right now, I don't know I don't know how this poll thing works. I'm going to figure out once while I'm editing this episode. But uh do you guys think that Prime Apollo Creed could have beaten Prime uh Ivan Drago? Yes or no? Let's let's uh, let's make a poll about that. Let's see let's see what you guys think. And if if you're watching on YouTube, then I guess to leave it in the comments. Uh, yeah, let's try out that that new feature. I didn't think I, I saw it like last time when I was uploading the episode. I was like, oh, you can make a poll now. This is I, cool. I I think it's it's like the, the, my reasoning too is just like Rocky straight up like says like a Rocky who beat Drago says that Creed is was a better fighter than him. Yeah, and like, like the only reason. Rocky went the distance in the first movie and then won in the second movie. It's just Creed got old. <laughs> um, you know, ti- time comes for us all. And time then, comes for us all. Speaking of time coming for us all. Rocky 5. Rocky 5. Is, so, uh, uh, can we skip it? <laughs> uh, TLDR, this movie doesn't matter, like, basically at all, honestly, because this movie is about Rocky training the next generation, the next Rocky. Uh, except he turns out to be uh, an asshole who gets swapped, swept up in the fame and the glory and the money, and then and then he, he gets to his head, so he ditches Rocky, and then they have a street fight, and Rocky wins because he's Rocky. Yeah, it, it is the the street fight scene is really cool. Yeah, it's a never, cool fight. We never even we've never really seen Rocky fight outside of the ring, so it it was a cool scene, like seeing him. Uh... Yeah, and like he, he talks about it. He he talks about it a lot, especially in the Rocky one that he grew up on the streets and he had to take care of himself, and that's why he started fighting, right? Um, so like getting getting to see him beat up Tommy, who he like he wanted to be the next, like he wanted Rocky, he wanted Tommy to be him, you know, like to 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 experience like why he loved fighting so much, and then so like the, their fight's cool. But I I don't like Tommy as a character. I think he sucks. He never he's never mentioned again. I don't think. Nope. You know he's mentioned in I think he's mentioned in six. But but aside from that, he's never mentioned again. Um, Rocky has this weird. Well, actually, no, not weird. I th- I think the dynamic with his son is actually pretty good in this movie. It's something I, I didn't like at first, but when we watching it, I grew it kind of grew on me. He has this like weird relationship with his kid, um, which is gonna come up again later. So I'll save it for later. Yeah. Because despite it being resolved here, they rehash it two more times. um something weird is that like uh, on screen it's it's so apparent that 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 uh that rocky and his kid just have no like they have no chemistry but that's that's sylvester stallone's actual son like it's his, his name's sage stallone that's his actual son that was playing as rocky's son but they have no chemistry on screen they were so awkward I, I generally like the guy they got to play him in Rocky Six and, and Creed Two. Yeah, I like more. the guy they got. I forgot his name, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see when we talk about Rocky Balboa because I'm gonna pull up the yeah, yeah. the cast. But I, I 
I, I think Stallone included that because maybe he felt that way about his relationship with his son to begin with. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're I, looking too deep in it. <laughs> maybe I'm trying to like dig it too deep and maybe I'm trying to see something that's not there. But like, I, I can't imagine being Sylvester Stallone's kid is, is easy growing up, you know? Yeah. I mean... So maybe maybe yeah. that's why it's it's the way that it is or maybe he just wanted to give some more personal shit to rocky aside from the fucking fighting wanted to develop rocky more as a character and i don't mind it i, I like the dynamic in this movie my, my problem with the 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 family troubles is it comes up two more times like it's yeah. resolved and then it comes up again in rocky balboa and it's resolved and then it comes up again in tree two and it's resolved it's like it's just weird. Like it's it's, it's it's like they had nothing left to do with Rocky as a character aside from fighting, especially after Adrian dies. And then it's just like, what do we do? Oh, he's gonna fight with his son again. And it's kind of lame. The third time you, you go through the same arc of oh, Rocky's son is tired of living in his shadow and wants to, and he hates him for it, and blah blah blah. Like yeah, like I get it, and it's valid to feel that way. But it it just. It's it's I'm watching this this franchise and it comes up three separate times. Yeah. Speaking of Rocky Balboa, <laughs> uh, the sixth one. Yeah. But uh, but but before we move on from Rocky Five, it's just because th- this movie takes like a weird fucking roller coaster because it peaks at the very beginning, because Ro- Rocky goes to the doctor and he tells him that he has irreversible brain damage, uh, which will come up in in, in Creed One, but uh, he like the the movie starts off with him trying to cope with this and he's like not doing too well and that's like that's a really interesting point the plot point it's it's, re- it's a really it's done really well too but then all of a sudden it's just like hey uh, my name is tommy gunn can you train me <laughs> straight down now the movie sucks like they, they yeah, don't even I, talk I, about I, it anymore i i really don't like tommy gunn yeah he's a bad character he's just a bad character and clearly, no one else did either, because he's not even mentioned as part of Rocky's like legacy. They they, they treat because Creed Creed is about Rocky trading uh, Adonis, and they 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 treat Adonis and Rocky trading Adonis as this huge thing. They're like, oh, Rocky finally comes out of retirement and takes on a new student. And like, granted, it's been, it's been like twenty years, real time, and also like in universe, but like. Tommy Gunn was a thing. And, and, I, th- and... I think I think Rocky Five might have been retconned. No, I, I think it's still there. I, I think it's just I, my my head canon explanation is Rocky's just embarrassed and doesn't want to talk about it. I guess yeah. Well, uh, now we can move on to Rocky Six, which came out in two thousand six. Uh, so we went from nineteen seventy six to two thousand six. This is a big gap here. Sylvester Stallone obviously is human, which means he physically aged. And you could see it in, in, in Rocky Six for sure. Yeah, I didn't remember him fighting in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he so, fights in this movie. He fights. In and this he movie. wins. So he, it he makes wins. no sense. I, which, again, he shouldn't have. I, I think, like, he shouldn't have fought Drago. He shouldn't have won against Drago because Drago was a machine. He shouldn't have fought this one. And granted, they, they build up the, the current heavyweight champion as this guy who, like... He's only a champion because he 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 won a bunch of easy fights and, and and no one's ever challenged him physically, so that's why Rocky wins. But realistically, like Rocky, Rocky should not be able to throw a punch at his age anymore. But yeah, so this this movie, um, a few things 
happen that are pretty important. So mainly Adrian uh, passes away. She dies of cancer uh, off screen. We don't see it. Yeah, she's already dead by the time. Yeah, she's already dead. Polly is still alive, but uh, who cares, really? Uh, hey, you notice how we haven't mentioned Polly at all since Rocky yeah, was just about to say that. in every movie. Yeah, Polly sucks. Uh, but Polly does have a pretty funny joke in this movie because there's 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 a few scenes where uh, Rocky goes to all the places where him and Adrian used to hang out, and they go to the to the skating rink that was in the first movie. And Polly says, "Ice is stupid, and people standing on ice are even more stupid." I think it's funny, but you know what else is stupid? You. You're stupid. Leave and never come back. And that's exactly what happened. He's dead in Creed 1. Hey, God, I hate him. He's the worst. He also reminds you of someone I know personally who I don't like. So I mean, anyway. Name drop. Who is it? No, I'm not doing that. Um, um, yeah, and, and then some other things. Uh, he opens a restaurant called Adrian's. Uh, yep. Which is uh, an important set piece later on. Uh, and he retires from fighting for the fourth time. <laughs> yeah. And it's for real. For real. Seriously. 100% real this time. Yeah. No. Totally real this time. Um, another, another really cool thing. I remember watching this movie when I was younger and not liking it. But... Now that I'm older and I'm an adult and I watch this movie, I really like it now. <laughs> you know, I, I enjoyed it a lot more on this revisit. I, I This is a movie... This is a more personal movie than all the other ones, I think. You really get in, in Rocky's head in this one and you kind of... like He's learning how to live his life. Because Rocky's stuck in the past, right? You know, his wife, who it was his entire life, aside from fighting, uh, is gone. His kid doesn't talk to him in this movie. Because of reasons I mentioned briefly earlier, um, he was tired of living in his shadow and, and, and wanted to live his life by his own merits, which is fine. But and then they, they reconcile by the end of the movie and they're friends again and whatever. And, and then Rocky's like, shown all these simulations on, oh, can, can Prime Rocky fight this, this heavyweight loser? And Rocky's like, oh, he just constantly reminds me of the fact that he's old and washed up and, and, and the world moved on without him and he won't accept it. So he fights one last time, and I think it's it's a very like a sweet story. One of the top one of the reviews from my friends on Letterbox is like it's this movie is designed like a best picture movie, or it's designed like Oscar bait, I guess. And I kind of see it, like yeah, it kind yeah, of is. I see that, but it's fun. It's 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 a fun movie, uh, and it's a lot more enjoyable than I remember it being. But it also doesn't reach the same highs as like the better movies, and you know it's it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, the the um. The opponent in this movie, his name is uh, uh, Mason Dixon. He doesn't really like add anything to the whole to the whole story. Like 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 Pat said, he's just this this guy that was like, oh, he never fought a real fight. Uh, he he's just like he's just been he he is the heavyweight champion, but he got there because he's he he was he was rigging the fights and everything. And and later on, like we'll see in the two Creed movies that the these movies start making commentaries about the current boxing world, that it's it's just it's all rigged and like stuffing stuff stuff blah 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 Daredevil. And th this movie started with this guy, and Rocky just, Rocky only came in just to prove that 
there has to be real skill in the boxing world, but it makes no sense. He has no reason to fight. He shouldn't have fought. He's in no physical condition to be fighting. And he wins. It makes no sense. Uh, but an another thing in this movie, they introduce this character, well, reintroduce this character, Sweet Marie. Yeah, because she, she, she's this girl who like lived in Rocky's neighborhood growing up. In the first like, movie. Was, in the first movie. She comes back in this movie, and they have a weird fucking relationship yeah, in they, this one. She has, a, she has a, a son named Steps, and Rocky hangs out with Steps a couple times, and and Marie and Rocky kind of have this like weird kind of romantic thing going it, it, it's like a father-son relation a father-son father-daughter relationship that gets weirdly intimate yeah and then she she kisses him before the fight uh and then we never see her again like that's her last scene we never see her again ever and she's never mentioned in the creed movies i, I don't know why she was introduced like was it just to give someone was it just to give a fall for, for rocky <laughs> I feel like it's just they needed Sylvester Stallone to share the screen time with somebody because it's 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 too sad otherwise and Polly sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. That's that's, that's, that's pretty much Rocky Bubble, Rocky Six, whatever you want to call it. Now we're getting into the main event, Creed. So remember uh, the last Rocky movie, two thousand six. Creed came out in twenty fifteen. Uh, as a huge surprise to Rocky fans all over the world, I w when I saw the first trailer for this movie, I was like, "Oh, that's that's cool. Wow, it's a Creed. You know, this kind of sounds like a you know like Apollo Creed." And then they show Apollo Creed, and then they show Rocky. It's like, "Holy shit! It's a sequel. They're yeah, doing keep, it." Uh, keep in mind, by this point, Sylvester Stallone was like pushing seventy. Yeah, I think he's like seventy-five or something now. So he was like he was like in his mid sixties <laughs> by the time Creed one came out. He was probably uh, Creed two came out. He, he was seventy. <laughs> so like he's he's old and and it shows. Let's see. Right I, now he yeah he's seventy six. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I I remember Balboa being a lot sadder just because I I, I watched this this guy I grew up with be a an old man like a sad old man and then this movie kind of brings that back. But he's not a sad old man anymore. Now he's a happier old man. He's cute. He does the old man walk. You know the one. <laughs> it's funny. And then, yeah. That's the, I like Sylvester Stallone a lot. In, in general. But I think in, in, in these two Creed movies, he's really, really good. Yeah. He, I, he, he portrays a good old man Rocky very well. Oh, I just want to look something up real quick. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I look, because I, I I wanted to confirm. Because I looked up is Sylvester Stallone in Creed three. I'm gonna read what I found because this is kind of sad. All right, here we go. In an interview with the Hollywood Reporter, Stallone opened up about why he will not be starring in Creed three. As it turns out, Stallone decided not to return as Rocky because he was not happy about the direction that Creed three was taking. Okay. So I don't I don't know if it's because of the like, I don't know if it's because. Stallone was like, I don't like when the movie is just a fight, even though he made two movies that were just fights. It's, I, I I don't know. He said he didn't like the direction. I guess we have no way of knowing until Creed three's come until Creed three yeah, comes out. Be, maybe they were also like taking Rocky into a you know a direction he didn't like the character into a different direction he didn't like. I think I think uh, I think Sylvester Stallone would agree that Rocky should die in Creed three. I I don't I don't know if I don't know if he 
if 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 uh, anyone would, but I think of anybody, Sylvester Stallone would would advocate for him for his own death in in Creed three, because like he's he's a film writer, he knows how movies are done. I feel like Rocky as a character, like he 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 completes his arc, quote unquote, with Creed two. The way Creed two ends, I think that's a fantastic way to send the Rocky off. And I don't need to see him anymore. But I also don't know if I'm ready to watch these movies without him in them, you know? Yeah. I feel like he has to, like... like they ha- they can't not reference Rocky. Like I, He's he's definitely, like... It's gonna be an Adrian situation where he, he probably died between films. Yeah, I think that's what they're gonna do. So, like, the movie might open with his funeral or something. But, like, they can't not reference Rocky at all, right? So we'll see what happens in a couple weeks, because at the time of recording, the movie comes out, like, next month. Yeah. Um, I I I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I like I'm I'm willing to put down money that Creed three will open with Rocky's funeral. Yeah, I would put money. I would, I would take that bet. Yeah, uh, but anyways, let's we're 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 jumping all the way to Creed three, a movie that's not out yet. So let's talk about Creed one. So this uh this was directed by Ryan Coogler. So it, it follows Creed's. Uh, son, but not Creed's, Ill- Creed's, Creed's illegitimate, a, son. illegitimate son. Because yeah. Creed has a Creed has a kid in in Rocky Four. Like, but it's not. It's be, not. This it's, it's not Adonis. It's a different kid. Yeah. So so uh, Apollo had an affair with his wife, uh, with a woman named uh, Marianne, and uh, Marianne is a major character in both of these movies, played by Felicia Rashad. She is amazing in these movies. Yeah, I love her. That's Creed's mom. She's fantastic. She's also in Tick, Tick, Boom, and she's great in Tick, Tick, Boom. You guys should watch Tick, Tick, Boom. He is right. Sorry, I was right. Cooler, not directing. Oh, he didn't direct Creed two either. Okay. No, he didn't direct Creed two. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is directing Creed Creed three. Who directed Creed two? Oh, uh, the guy who was doing Rise of the Beasts. Yeah. Stephen Capel Jr. Okay, he did. He has two movies of note here. And R- Ryan Coogler directed uh, Black Panther and Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. So, uh, Ryan Coogler has worked with Michael G- B. Jordan before in, uh, in, uh, uh, Black Panther 1. And I think that, that experience of working with him previously helped in this movie. Because I, this might be, I, I know, I know Michael B. Jordan is a very, like, he's a method actor. But th- this might be my favorite performance he's ever done. Uh, he also did another movie of Michael B. Jordan called, uh, Fruitvale, Fruitvale Station. Oh, wow. So- See, he's he's got experience with him. Yeah. Um. I I th- this is a very low bar, but Michael B. Jordan's the best actor in this franchise. Like, yeah. <laughs> bar, bar none. The bar is extremely low, but like he's he's fantastic. I think Michael B. Jordan is is one of the best actors in Hollywood right now. I think he's great. Um. I think Creed two might be the performance of his career. Honestly, I know that's saying a lot, but but I think he's fantastic in it. Yeah, I, I I love him in both of these movies, and uh, unlike with with Rocky and Adrian, they paired Michael B. Jordan with Tessa Thompson, who plays Bianca, and they actually do have chemistry on screen. Wow, surprising, huh? It shouldn't be surprising, but it is. <laughs> She's great too. I I love her in these movies. She's for, fantastic. For, for you Marvel guys. Uh... She's she's Valkyrie in Thor. Yeah. Um, she's great. I really want to watch. Her. Sorry to bother you. She's in that. She's in uh, Men in Black Four. <laughs> I, I I and I, I think these movies are her her best. I think she's great in them. 
Um, she's she's really good. She has a lot of chemistry with Michael B. Jordan. And she she play she plays a character that Pat relates to. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I think like something super important about her and Michael B. Jordan too is they she, they have really good chemistry with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Because Sylvester Stallone is, is kind of a hard actor to work with. At least like that's my opinion of him. Um, but, but but they're great. They they really bounce off each other. Like all three of them they bounce off each other very well. I think Adonis and, and, and Rocky's relationship is really cute. It's the relationship I think he wanted <laughs> with his son. <laughs> probably should have had with his son. Wow. <laughs> it's the relationship I think he wanted with his son. <laughs> right, in real life and in the movie. Tessa Thompson is great. I, I love them a lot. And I think uh, if you just want to watch good movies, I think, I think the Creed movies without a doubt are the best movie movies out of any of them. I think I think the the Creed movies are perfect for like for Christmas or Thanksgiving, you know, watching it with your family. The, these movies are phenomenal. Uh, they're they're they definitely uh, hold candles to the original Rocky movies. The, these are worthy successors. Yeah, they're they're also just good cinema. Like like uh, they're good movie movies. Like Rocky, the Rocky movies are like fun adrenaline rushes. But you kind of you kind of just they're popcorn flicks. You kind of put them on, but like the Creed movies are just genuinely like good cinema. Yeah, like Creed, Creed Two has some crazy emotional moments, but we'll we'll get to that when we get to Creed Two. They're shot so well too. These movies are shot. Like, yeah, they're shot well. so well. The fights are filmed so realistically. In I think in both of these movies, all the fights are each they're one take each. So good. There, yeah. But yeah, let's let's get into Creed. Yeah, let's talk cinema. So, an hour in. <laughs> an hour in. Well, the second time. So Creed 1 really just revolves around uh, Adonis. And he he's trying to make his name in the boxing world. And he figured the best way to do that is to seek out his uncle, Rocky Balboa, famous boxer, who's been retired for like 30-something years. <laughs> <laughs> since the first time he said he was retired maybe 35 years ago but he came out of retirement four different times he's coming out of the no 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 he he came he said he was done in rocky 3 then he came back and then in rocky 4 that's two times and then rocky 5 and then rocky 6 so this is the fifth time this is the fifth time he comes out of retirement <laughs> but this is hopefully the last time he comes out of retirement and but he doesn't come out to fight. He comes out to train Adonis. Yeah, Adonis is shtick a uh, lot like like his old man and, and like uh, Rocky is, is you know, they're they're like a natural born fighter. Whole life they were fighting. Um, Creed uh, Creed obviously never never met at, um, Apollo because by the time Creed was born, I'm I'm gonna, when I, whenever I say Creed going forward, I'm referring to uh, Adonis. By the way, Just, yeah, we're, we're we're not gonna be whenever we bring up Apollo, we'll say Apollo. So Creed never really met Apollo, and then like doesn't exactly have a high opinion of him at the start of the movie, aside from the fact that he's a really good fighter, and you know he grew up watching the these Apollo's fights, but specifically the fight with Rocky, and that kind of inspired him to quit his job at the start of the movie and just just go full on into into being a boxer. But no one will train him. Duke Jr. won't train him. Nobody else will train him because he's he's unknown, right? Oh, by the way, Duke Jr. is uh, is Duke's, Duke's son. son. Yeah, who's like Duke's, Duke Jr. Like, does he own the gym that Apollo? Yeah, he he owns uh, Apollo's gym now. Yeah, and he won't he won't train Creed because you know 
he's not ready. That's that's the constant thing. He's not ready. And I think part of it is also doesn't want Creed to die the way Apollo did. Now his mom doesn't want him fighting, so but goes against everyone's wishes, goes against what probably would have been smart. And he uh, he goes to Philly to see his old old friend, old pal, Uncle Rock. Yep. And he he is so good in these movies, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. He's so cute. Like I, I don't I don't want anybody to hurt him. Like <laughs> I, 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 th- these movies more than any of them, I think, like, Sylvester Stallone is just being himself as a 70 year old man, you know? He's just passing his wisdom to, uh, to Apollo, now no, to Adonis. Because you, you definitely, you definitely feel the Rocky still wants to fight, you know? He still wants to get in there. And, and, and like, he can't. <laughs> like, he just, he's, it's not even a, a, a shouldn't by the time Creed comes along, is he can't do it anymore. Um, and getting to see like Creed fighting and then kind of reigniting the the passion in Rocky's eyes is just really cute. <laughs> you know, when when you're first introduced to to Rocky in in this movie, he's um, I don't want to call him a decrepit old man, but he's just a very sad sad old man. Uh, by this point, he has literally nothing left. His son moves to Canada, right? Like Vancouver. Yeah, or something. he moves to Vancouver. His son's gone. You know, Polly's dead. Uh, thank God. Um, yeah. Adrian is still dead, obviously. Um, like, like Rocky's routine is just like staying in the restaurant until very late at night, like just doing menial tasks. He should probably be paying someone else to do, uh, just because he has nothing to do anymore. Um, there's just, there's this really like, it, it's a very quick and quick and you blink and you miss it line when um, Bianca and Creed go over to Rocky's house for the first time, like as a couple. And, you know, Bianca makes uh, makes dinner for, for them, for the three of them. And Rocky's like, oh, you know, uh, food, in, food in here doesn't look like this anymore. Usually it just looks like something with sauce all over it. And that that's kind of like, like Rocky's Italian, so haha, he eats pasta. Yeah. But also, it's, 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 it's like a sad, like, lonely, lonely guy statement to make. And just, I want to give him a hug, you know? Yeah. I want to have dinner with Rocky. I want to have a steak with him, you know? And I think it's nice to see like Adonis come into his life, obviously because he, he wants he wants Rocky to train him, right? But he he stays in Rocky's life, you know. Like he he becomes a part of everything, not just the fighting. You know, he he helps out here and there at the restaurant. He he when when Rocky gets sick, spoilers, he's uh, he's there throughout all of it, right? Like Rocky's like getting treatment, and and Creed is with him by his side the whole time, and they just have a really really cute good relationship that I think Rocky should have had with more people in his movies. Because, like, let's be real, like, his relationship with Polly sucks. It doesn't exist. Let, like, uh, Polly being the worst aside, like, like forget my opinions with Polly for a second. He just doesn't have a good relationship with Polly to begin with. Let, like Lib said earlier, like, they're only friends at the beginning because Rocky had a thing for his sister. And I feel like they're only friends for as long as they are because he married his sister. And they stayed friends after his sister died because they had spent too much time together. Polly clearly doesn't enjoy hanging out with Rocky. And Rocky's just like, oh, come on, Polly, we're friends. Yeah, he, he clearly doesn't enjoy it. And he's clearly only around for like like half these movies to mooch off Rocky's money. So like it's just like, he doesn't have a good relationship with with Polly. He has a aside from Rocky One, he has a really good relationship with Adrian, but she's not around anymore, right? And he and he has a really good friendship with Apollo, but he's also dead. So like he he doesn't have anybody anymore, you know. 
So I think Creed being written the way it is, where they they, they finally give Rocky like a family and like some, some, something to live for, as sad as that sounds, is it's is is nice. Yeah, it's 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 done and it's done really well. Uh, there's not there's not really a lot of problems with this movie. I gave it four four uh, stars. Oh, we forgot to mention I gave two stars to Rocky Five and I gave three and a half to Rocky Six. Uh, that I don't remember what I gave, but I'll just agree. I think <laughs> mine are in the same ballpark. They're probably exactly the same. Probably I gave and I gave Creed a four out of five. I think we gave all of these movies the same rating. Probably. I think the only one we might disagree on is like Rocky 2. This is, everything is done really well. All the fights are done really well. Uh, the acting is top-notch for the most part. Sylvester Stallone. And <laughs> well, listen, I think Sylvester Stallone gives the performance of his career in this movie. <laughs> uh, but the bar, is, the bar is extremely low. But I, I think Sylvester Stallone does a good job. I think... This is a really good drama. Yeah, I, it's a good drama. It's a sports movie at its core, obviously. It's about boxing. But I think this is a really good personal drama. On top of also having really good fights. Yeah, the the, the opponents in this movie are, are pretty good. The main opponent is uh, Danny Wheeler, right? Is it, is it Danny Wheeler or uh, or Ricky Conlon? Isn't Danny Wheeler the guy Duke Jr. is training? Yeah, don't they end up fighting... They fight, but he's not the final. Player. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It's it's a it's Ricky Conlon. Ricky Conlon's the main uh, the main the opponent. So Ricky Conlon is uh, similar to Dixon from Rocky Six, and the only reason he's at the top is because he's been rigging fights, and he only picks fights with the uh, with uh, lower rank fighters, and then he just and then he just knocks them down on during the like he. He has fun with them on the first round, and then the second round, he knocks them down, and he just wins automatic. Yeah, they, they, this movie, because I don't think any of the other Rocky movies even touch upon this, but, like, when th this movie does. Or I should say Rocky 2, uh, Creed 2 does. Um, but when you're the heavyweight champion, you are required to participate in title matches every, like, X amount of time. Yeah, if not, then you then your title. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, lifted. it doesn't matter who you fight. You could fight anybody as long as you're defending your title. So, so these guys just fight, you know, easy opponents that are in their weight class, just so they they can defend the title, you know, and then and then they just keep it and they they, they get it for they get it easy uh, until Creed comes along, basically. But Creed wasn't even doing it to win the title. I think Creed, Creed just wanted to fight, and he wanted to do it. Outside of his father's shadow, and he doesn't get to he 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 you know his name because when he when he's first introduced, he goes by what's his name? It's Adonis Johnson. Adonis Johnson or Don, Donnie Johnson? Because his his uh his last name is Johnson because uh he he yeah I guess he always thought his last name was John. I forgot. No, I I think it's I think he he says it because he doesn't want any affiliation with Creed. Yeah, he he knew who his father was. He just doesn't want any affiliation with him. Like, in the fighting world, right? Uh, but, like, halfway through the movie, it gets leaked that uh, Creed is a Creed. <laughs> and he doesn't really get to do it on his own merits anymore. Yeah, I, I think it's really nice that um, that his... Like, when, when he gets the, the his shorts, it says Johnson on the back and Creed on the front. But I think it, it should have said Creed on the back... And Johnson on the front. It should have said Creed on the back and Johnson because, on the front. Because that, that would have symbolized he's looking back from the uh, the Creed name. And he's looking forward to the Johnson name. 
He's building a name for himself, not building on top of his dad's legacy. That's like done on purpose, though, because like the fight is is set up in a way that like he had to go by Creed officially, or the fight doesn't happen. Yeah, I just think I think that in in Creed two, because like the movie's called Creed, but like the, the, I think in Creed two, we should have seen a little bit of like him him not being okay that he's being the champion. His name Adonis Creed. Like I, I think it would have been fitting for his character if he fought for the Johnson name and not the Creed name. But it does make sense because near near the end of this movie, he does gain a respect for his father that he didn't have before. So he's he's probably he's probably okay with it now. That plot point is, I guess, it, it's the thing is it happened, right? He can't go back. But I do like that his shorts in, in Creed three because because in this one we, we talked about it in Creed two. I think it's the, the it says the same thing. It doesn't or, or it just says Creed. Um, but in Creed three they say Adonis Creed. He has he has Adonis on the front. Yeah. So like, that's a step. <laughs> it's not it's not uh, Apollo Creed's son. Apollo Creed's son. Yeah. That's what everybody's also, saying. Uh, not a plot point anymore. Like he's over it. And, yeah, he's he, over it. He did make his name for himself, I guess, in Creed two. So. But it wasn't about that anymore. About fighting for something he believed in. The fights are good here, and I think the fights get better in Creed 2. Obviously, it's a sequel, so they escalate, and the fights are a little more intense. Uh, apparently, in Creed 3, they'll be flying and shooting energy beams at other hands. Yeah, apparently, uh, Michael B. Jordan said that Creed 3 took inspiration from anime fights, which may- maybe that maybe that's why Sylvester Stallone left. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, well, I really what I what I hope he meant by that is because like Creed's a big Dragon Ball fan, like a huge Dragon Ball fan. Creed. Um, uh, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan's a big Dragon Ball fan. So I really hope like because because we know that the dude he's fighting in Creed Three is like his his friend from um from Juvie. From Ju- yeah, he's in uh, he's in the first movie. Uh, what's and his name? He, I can't remember his name, but he's he's a big guy, and I think he's gonna be like a power fighter. Damian Anderson, and, yeah. And I, I feel like the, the where the anime inspiration will come in, I hope anyway, is is, is Creed's gonna be more of a technical fighter, and maybe like lean more into like a martial. I obviously you can't go full martial arts because you can't kick and shit in boxing, but they kind of lead more into a, a martial arty kind of style, and then they lead more into Creed being a technical fighter over just a power fighter. And that's how he like overcomes his foe. Yeah, it should should be noted actually that uh, me me and Pat both haven't seen any trailers for Creed Three because we're trying to avoid them. So everything everything we're saying could have been disproven by the trailer, but we don't know. <laughs> yeah, we, I, haven't, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't even think we've seen it in theaters. I don't remember. No, the YouTube ads usually. Yeah, but those I skip, so yeah. I can't think of. And I use adblock, so I mean, uh, no, I don't, no, I don't. I mean, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, well, <laughs> well, I mean. uh, but, um, but yeah, that's Creed yeah, One. That's Creed One. Really, a really good movie. Fantastic! It's it's so good. If you're a fan of of these of the Rocky movies at all, even if you haven't even seen them all, if you're just a fan of them and you haven't seen the Creed duo for whatever reason, uh, please do. It's it's good. Yeah, seriously, please do. Uh, so now moving on to Creed Two, which is directed by somebody else, Stephen uh, Capel, Stephen Capel Jr. I don't know. Uh, he's never worked with Michael B. Jordan, but when starting from Creed Two, Jordan took a a more like managerial role making these movies. He's he's was a producer and a writer for this one, and for Creed Three, he's straight up directing it. So same with Creed Four, apparently, according to Letterboxd. Yeah, same with Creed Four. 
I, I like that because it was recently that uh, on Twitter, Michael B. Jordan said that Creed 4 is happening for sure, quote unquote. He said for sure, so confirmed that we're getting uh, a Creed 4, which is cool. I kind of hope that Creed 3 would be the last one. But hey, let's hope let's hope it's not pushing it. Let's hope it's not pushing. They'll make Creed four, and it'll be called the Donna's Creed. No, no, it, it's gonna be Creed, then Creed two, three, four, five, and then Adonis Creed. No, no, I don't know. The, the six Creed movies also gonna be called Rocky Balboa. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, gonna called, it's gonna be called Creed Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Creed Poland Rocky Balboa. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Creed one is a better movie. Yeah, I think so too. Just by a little bit. I gave this one three and a half, whereas I gave Creed one four. Yeah, same. Okay, so we did give literally every Rocky movie the same rating. <laughs> we just don't agree on the on the on the scale of the rankings yeah, with yeah. the movies. But I think this has the better fight. Yeah, this has the better fight. This has the better filming and the cinematography. This has the better acting, uh, even on Stallone's part. Yeah, I just think that Rocky, that Creed One is a better like drama. It's a better personal story. I think I I, I liked Creed as a character more in 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 the first one because because the first one is Creed like making a name for himself and like introducing himself to the world. Whereas Creed Two is is he's he's the not the champ, but like he's he's already a seasoned fighter. He's already out there. He he's like Rocky in the Rocky sequels, whereas Creed is like Rocky in, in Rocky One, where like you you kind of get to see him and you see him more and you get to stand behind him more. Whereas this one, you're like you're watching him do his thing. Whereas in Creed One, you're watching him figure out what his thing is, and I think that's just more interesting than. Oh, I just I just okay. I don't know if this is it's on Letterbox. I don't know where this comes from. There's apparently a movie. Starring the actor who played Ivan Drago and the actor who played Victor Drago in this one. There's a movie called Drago that's coming out. What? I, I don't... Yeah, like it's it's on Letterboxd. It doesn't have a year, it doesn't have a director, but it says a spin-off to the Creed franchise focusing on the Drago family. Don't know if I want that. And Robert Lawton is writing it. I don't know if that's... I don't know if this is true. I don't know if I want that either. Like, I don't really care about the Drago family much. Yeah, I think, like, whatever interesting things they could have said about the Drago family, they say in Creed 2. Yeah, because Creed 2, we do see some scenes with, uh... Well, okay, we didn't even mention Ivan Drago comes back in this movie. In this really yeah. cool scene where he's, like... Where he's, like, at the at Adrian's, the restaurant, and he confronts Rocky. And it's the first time they speak in, like, 20-something years. Uh, it's a really cool scene. It has a lot of power. Uh, and it's because... Ivan has been training his son Victor, and Victor wants to fight Donnie. So that that's a that's the main the you know the main opponent in this one is Victor Drago, and um, the fight is amazing, man. Yeah, you get the Creed versus Drago rematch, and you kind of they they delve into like the family history because like after Drago lost to Rocky, he was like shunned completely in in Russia or wherever. Yeah, it's and, Russia. Yeah, right? and his his wife left him. His wife leaves him. He's like, he lost everything. He, like he actually he lost everything because of that loss. So like Drago wants revenge, and he's kind of using his son as a tool. And you kind of get to hear some of his son's thoughts about it. And during like that dinner, that dinner party scene. Dinner party scene. Yeah, this movie um, is a dinner party scene. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then you know, Creed wants. This, this is where the movie kind of loses me a little bit because Creed wants revenge too. 
Yeah, he shouldn't need revenge. Like, like the whole point of the first movie is, is he wants to come out of his father's shadow, right? And and then now you're you're taking this revenge fight for who, right? It's not for you. You you don't care, right? It's it's not for him. It's not for his father. It's not, it's for, not Rocky. for Rocky because Rocky is against it. He he refuses the first time they fight because uh, and then it's not for it's not for Apollo. What does Apollo got his revenge in Rocky winning, right? Yeah, Creed only does this because he's just trying to prove that he's as strong as as uh, as Rocky or as strong as as Drago. But he has nothing to prove. He has nothing to prove. He has everything to lose. Yeah, he pays for yeah, that's exactly what Rocky says. This guy's nothing to lose, you have everything to lose, right? Yeah. And obviously like this bites him in the ass because he gets his shit completely manhandled in the first fight. Um, and then obviously, like the the second round has more cause for for Creed to want to do it because he has to one defend his title and two he he kind of goes out like a loser, so he needs to re- he has to get that respect back, right? So like the second fight obviously makes more sense because they actually build into that one. But the the, the first reason for them to fight is is dumb. Yeah, it it really does feel like let's just do Creed versus Drago. Like let's do it. Fuck it. Who cares? Like just just do it, right? Um, but it's cool. It's a great fight. They're, they're yeah, both, it is a good both, matchup. They're both really, really good fights. The the, the two times you fight Strago in this movie. Uh, oh my god, we didn't even mention. Because uh, in Creed, in Creed, what, we forgot to mention the cancer. Right, Rocky has cancer. Oh yeah, I mentioned Rocky being sick, but we didn't even reach yeah, okay. that. In, in, in Creed 1, Rocky goes to the doctor and he tells him he has uh, cancer. And you know, at, at first, Rocky doesn't want to do treatment because, you know, Adrian did treatment and she still died. Yeah, it's the same cancer that Adrian yeah. had. Yeah, so he doesn't want to do it. He just wants to live his life, whatever he has left, with uh, Creed. But Adonis convinces him to do the treatment. Uh, so he does the treatment and everything. If you fight, I fight, and then they, 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 again, that's where we get into the really cute, like, like Adon- Adonis is training in the hospital with Rocky, but also, like, Adonis stays by Rocky's side the whole time. We also didn't mention the, the training montage where they, instead of running up the, the steps, they run to Rocky's house, and, like, Rocky's home, and he's sick, and he looks outside, and Creed is there, and he's hopping, he's doing the jump, and it's a really cute moment. We mentioned we mentioned the the, the montage for Rocky one either. Now that I think about it. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, we didn't. Okay, I guess I guess it's I guess it's uh it goes without saying. Like if you know anything, if if you know one thing about Rocky, it's the scene where he runs up the steps. Yeah, it, it's one of the most famous scenes in the film. Like everyone, if you even if you've never seen Rocky, you know what we're talking about. No, it, it's it's a it's a monument in Philly. People to this day still run up and then jump. I need to do that. One one day I need to do that. I have to. Rocky's statue is in Philly, not in the same spot. It's at the like bottom it, of the steps. There. It's at the bottom of the steps. No, it, it's a huge thing, and obviously this movie does have a scene at the end where they go up the steps. But they're, they, they, they just walk up because he's he's old and he's slow. <laughs> hey, one step at a time, you know. You know, we, we, I didn't quit, you're not quitting. Again, it's really cute that they go up together. Yeah, that's, a, that's at the end of the first Creed movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you know this movie Rocky is is still sick, but you know it doesn't affect him as much. Yeah, because he's doing the treatment. Yeah, they they still do they they kind of use it as a way to like rock like like Creed like says it to write Rocky out basically because obviously when Creed accepts a fight with Drago, Rocky's not happy and he's like I'm not gonna support you dying like your father right like I could have stopped your father from dying 
I'm gonna stop you or I'm not gonna participate. And uh, a, a good contrast to that, when they fight, uh, Vic Victor and and uh, and Donnie, uh, Donnie only wins because Ivan throws in the towel for Victor because because he's lo he's losing so badly, and Victor's like you know it's it's better to to quit now than to wait to see how much worse it gets later. Yeah, which so, one thing I really like about that shot is is when. Or that scene is when when he's when he's moving to the ring. Rocky like notices and he like goes to see what's happening, and then he we see Rocky's perspective of of uh, Ivan throwing in the towel, and it's just a good moment. This is a really good moment. Yeah, this movie shot so well. The yeah, and it's also is like, so good. A, a good contrast because like, earlier in the movie, Ivan is like winning is everything. I don't fucking care what you have to do to win. You're gonna destroy him, and we're gonna get back that respect that we lost, that I lost, right? And he's like, you know, I'm a loser, but you're you can be you can win, you can get us back to the top. And then like he he sees like he goes from like not caring about his son on like an on a emotional level to being like, you know what, I maybe I do need to put my son's health and my son's life at first, you know. Yeah, and it's it's a good scene. It's a good scene. And like at at the ending, because at the very end, there's like this small montage. Of like, not like a where are they now, but like what happens immediately after. Uh, and the, there, there is a little scene where Victor and Ivan are training together. And, uh, you know, he's like, you good, good job. Good job, son. You're doing good. And he's being more of a supportive coach. Yeah. Than, and, and we see um, Rocky fly to, to Vancouver to, to see his son and his yeah. grandson. Yeah. And he has a grandson. I, I cried. Yeah. I cried at that scene, too. When I when I saw it in theaters, I cried. Yep, it was a very very touching scene. Uh, you, know, you, look, you look just like his mother. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and he, you know, you know, he does. He, he he looks just like Adrian. It's kind yeah, of he does kind of look like like for real, like that. Yeah, the actor looks like <laughs> the actor looks like uh, um, uh, uh, what's uh, Talia Sh Talia Shire? That's it, Talia Shire. Um, and you know the the son is the same actor who played him in, in Rocky Balboa. I think he looks yeah. a lot like Sylvester Stallone too. So yeah, it works out. Yeah, but this one this is not Sylvester Stallone's actual son. That was only in Rocky no, no, Five. This is this is an actual actor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. I said what I said. Wow. I, I like the the face Sylvester Stallone makes when when his son invites him in because you get that sense that like Rocky was waiting like a long time to yeah for that for that you know that hug. And uh, another thing that's really nice, uh, that that was two parts of the of the of the ending. The the other part was um, Adonis actually goes to his father's grave and speaks to him, like how Rocky speaks to Adrian. Uh, and uh, he introduces Apollo to uh, his uh, his kid because they have a kid in this movie. We forgot to mention. Yeah, they have a kid, and like, and now suddenly like Creed has something to lose now, so he, you know he can't he can't. He can't die and, and do to his kid what happened to him, you know. We we didn't we didn't mention this. We forgot to mention this. We alluded I alluded to it in a joke, but uh, uh, Bianca has a, a hearing oh, yeah. loss. She has progressive hearing loss, and this movie is like near the end. She's like near deaf, basically. Yeah, she's she's probably gonna be fully deaf in Creed three, and uh, we're gonna you probably see. Uh, Adonis learns sign language, which is going to be adorable. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> he would. He's a he would. He's such a cute man. He's I love so him. Cute. I love their relationship. He's so cute. 
uh, and um, there, there's a bit there's a bit of tension which is never like resolved. We don't know if their kid also has hearing loss. Yeah, so when the kid is born, they do the tests and and, and they they kind of say like, oh well, you know, it's too soon. It could be inconclusive. And and, and we we do see like Adonis with like the baby, and then we see like like uh, he, tra- with he trains like, with the baby. He trains, he trains with the baby. It's cute. He's like yeah. making the baby punch the beanbag. And we we still don't like know it's not conclusive if if the baby also has the same condition. So we'll find out probably because the kid's gonna be older, obviously in grade three. Well, he's only, he's only gonna be like four or five years older. Like... Yeah, but old enough to be like walking and talking. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, we'll know if if the kid has like hearing loss or something. There's no way this movie's already five years old. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, what right. is what is wrong with time, man? Time comes for us all. <laughs> <laughs> In, in Creed 1, when Creed goes to Adrian's, um, Creed asks, like, oh, hey, I heard there was a third fight between uh, between Ro- between you and Apollo. Who won? And, and Rocky's like, um, oh, well, well uh, you know, Creed 1, Creed was the best. Yeah. And uh, Apollo, Apollo, um, Adonis is like, well, if, you, if he's the best, and, you know, he's, you know, he's the perfect fighter, how'd you beat him? Oh, well, you know, time beat him. Time time comes for us all. Yep. And, yeah. Yeah. You know that that that's the unfortunate reality of of professional sports is eventually you'll be too old. Yeah, you can't be number one forever. You know, you'll, you'll get old, and then the next the next generation is gonna come in for your title, and and they'll be younger, they'll be faster, they'll be stronger, and you you will not be able to keep up. Yep, it's uh, it's it's. This what should have happened to Rocky, but it didn't. <laughs> yeah, he never really learns a lesson that that rock, you know. But yeah, I think I think that's that's about it. Yeah, an yeah. hour and an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, look, this, the the Rocky franchise is a classic one. Like going from the mid seventies to today and beyond that, even with uh, Creed Four and a possible Creed Five, this franchise is one of the closest ones to my heart. I love I love everything about it. I love Sylvester Stallone. I love all of these movies. Even the poopy ones. Even the poopy yeah, ones. Yeah, I grew up with these movies, and they have a special place in my heart. Like seeing Creed three, because I didn't get to see Creed one and two in theaters, but seeing Creed three in theaters is gonna be a, an experience for me. I, I, I've seen them. I mean, I see all, but there's only three of them. I've seen all of them in theaters since Balboa. Yeah, I, I, I wish, I wish I would have saw Creed one and two in theaters because it would have been cool. Because now, now I, I just realize I'll never be able to see. Rocky Balboa in theaters. I'll never be able to see like Rocky fighting. Rocky fight in theaters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, who knows? Like the the an- the the fifty uh, year anniversary of Rocky is is in three years. So maybe maybe they'll re air it. And you know, when when Creed comes out, they might do like like a Cineplex over here might do like Creed one in theaters again. Like I'm or... I'm I'm pretty sure that. Uh, in 2026, which will be the 50-year anniversary of the first Rocky movie, they'll do like they'll show it in IMAX probably. Yeah, they'll definitely do that. They're doing Titanic for for the the anniversary, so like you know. Come movie guys, movies from the 70s are gonna be 50 years old soon. Yeah, <laughs> again, like our our local theater is pretty good about about doing stuff like that. They they showed uh, they showed Rogue One in IMAX. <laughs> they showed Avatar the first one. <laughs> It was already in IMAX, but like yeah, it was already in IMAX. Yeah, we showed it when uh, when May the Water came out. Yeah, so that that was a that was our review of uh, of the Rocky movies. 
pretty good. Uh, yeah, if you want to hear more, we have our letterboxed reviews. They're up. Mine are kind of shit posty, but yeah, my, mine are a bit shit posty too. But the the thing you should really look at we have a we both have a list called uh, Rocky Movies Ranked from best to worst. Mm-hmm. And I you know I talk about them at length on like Twitter and stuff. So if you want to hear, follow us socials. Yeah. Pop up. And uh, make sure to tune in uh, around the time when Rocky th- uh, when Rocky three. God damn it, when Creed three comes out because we're gonna do an episode on it. That's gonna be cool. That's um, why we did this. Actually. That's why we did this. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about Rocky three whenever. God damn it, we're gonna be talking about Creed three whenever that comes out. Uh, so make sure to keep an eye out. But before we go, we have one more movie to talk about. We have we have two things to talk about. Where we're gonna briefly, because you know we have we do talk about TV shows we're watching. There's a show out right now that we're both watching and we're both really enjoying. That '90s show. <laughs> I mean, I watched that '90s show, lived it, but I did. That was a show. Um, but now we're talking about uh, The Last of Us. Yep. So we talked about the first episode of The Last of Us. I think the first and second episode. Just first. Was it just the first? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So because we watched two and three back to back. Yeah, okay. So, last episode, we talked about the first episode of Last of Us, so now let's talk about the second and third one, starting with the second one. This show's great. Yeah, it's it's so good. Great. We're probably going to watch episode, like, we didn't watch episode four yet. So, at the time of recording, episode four is out. Episode five comes out tonight. Um, because is it tonight? It's not Sunday. Because of the Super Bowl, it comes coming out today instead. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, maybe later tonight, we'll watch four and five. Maybe, we'll see, probably. But uh, so we're we're talking strictly about episode two and three right now. Episode two is more of an adaptation of the game. It was really good. Yeah, they they changed the way that spoilers spoilers they changed the way that uh, that Tess dies, um, which is fine. Yeah, I don't know if I, yeah, don't know if I loved it, but uh, definitely some weird parts to it. But I think yeah, overall, there, was, there was there was one very weird part. <laughs> you don't like infected smooch. I didn't like the infected smooch. That was gross. That was weird. That was weird and that was gross. Um, but yeah, it's, it's 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 it has less emotional baggage the death in the show than than the death in the game, which is pretty like drawn out. Yeah, the the show kind of feels like a a generic zombie last stand, you know. The show is kind of going at a pretty fast pace. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, like the whole reason why the Last of Us game is so long is because first of all, the game is hard. Like the game's it's a hard game, but but second. Uh, you know, a lot of it is gameplay and not a lot of cutscenes. So, yeah, you know. this this movie, this movie, this show, kind of gets rid of all the video gamey aspects, which will come out at length in episode three. But yeah, episode two is really good. Yep, so yeah, I loved it. I loved it. We see the clicker for the first time. The clicker looks all right. Yeah, the CG is a little wonky, but I think the design looks good. Yeah, the sound design's great. The sound for this whole show is so far top notch. Uh, they they added this new like kind of plot point. Where like it, it's always been implied in the games that that the the cordyceps have a hive mind and in real life as well in real life fungus their hive minds, um, but in in the show they made this thing where there's like there's like patches of of mushrooms that are growing and if you disturb that then every cordyceps in the general area will know where you are. That's not in the game, but it, it adds tension. It adds some tension to some moments. Uh, that's kind of, that's that's how Tess dies in the in the show. Uh, but yeah, I like I like that they're changing up a few things. Again, this will come up in the next episode, in episode three. But I, I love how they're changing a few things. But I 
I don't know if like we'll see in episode four and five because there's a few more deaths coming. I want to see whose whose deaths will be changed and everything because after coming from episode three, uh, you know, I'll t we'll talk about it after we talk about episode three first because the the stuff that happens in episode three back back up my point. So let's talk about episode three. So uh, this segment of the game, just to go through it briefly, is you're you're trying to infiltrate a, a compound to get a car. That that's the, as bare bones as I can make it. <laughs> uh, they, the, Ellie and Joel need a car to get to where they're going, and uh, the, Joel knows somebody who can maybe give them a car. But this dude is an apocalypse planner, and he's he's crazy. So this part of the game is just a stealth segment. You have to avoid traps to get into his house and talk to him. Obviously, doing stealth segments in a show like this is hard because it's just video gamey. There is little character development, little interaction until they meet Bill. But during the segment itself, it's just a video game. So instead of adapting that, what they do is they expand on the Bill, the character, who we meet at the point of the game. Played by Nick Offerman. Played by Nick Offerman. And this episode is fan-fucking-tastic. This, this episode, if this specific episode doesn't win an Emmy, how? Like, the, the, this, this has to. Like ne next year when the Emmys roll around, I don't I don't know when the Emmys happen because they already happened before this episode came out. But this has to win because this is one of the best uses of storytelling that I've ever seen in a TV show or movie or video game in any media. This isn't a good video game adaptation episode. This is good. This is good TV. This is good television. So I instead of showing. You know, uh, instead of showing Joel and Ellie going through the traps and avoiding them to get to Bill and get the car, and then having all of this, all of the like shit that happens before they get the car when they make it to the compound, instead of that, they build upon a throwaway line from the game where Bill mentions a character named Frank, who they imply that they had a romantic relationship with, but Frank died before the game started, basically. Yeah, so like all we, Frank is mentioned maybe twice. We know that Frank lived on this compound with Bill. We know that he's dead because he got infected, and that he 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 killed himself. In the in the show, what they did instead was they dedicated the whole episode to Bill's entire arc, like at, right from the beginning of the apocalypse to when Joel and Ellie make it to the compound. So. In in this in this adaptation in this version, instead of them like sneaking through all the traps and everything, in the past Bill met Tess and uh, Bill and Frank met Tess and and Joel uh, beforehand and gave them like the the code to the door and like how to disable all the traps. So Joel, it was just a walk in the park. They just had to walk up to the fence and open the gate and go inside. So they already removed the whole reason why the video game part even exists. So they just kept it as this really nice character study, this really nice romance story that's way better than Twilight uh, about, <laughs> about Bill and Frank living and, and this romance bl blossoming during the apocalypse. Uh, and it's beautiful. It's it's done so well. Everything is so good. There's there's a lot of funny jokes thrown in. There's a lot of really sad moments. 
uh, B- Bill is just a hilarious guy because he's just the doomsday prepper. There's a there's a line that's hilarious, but I can't repeat it uh, because it, it mentions a specific political group from the 1940s. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick Offerman is just, is so good in this episode. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a great episode. It's really sad. Uh, in the game, Bill dies uh, right before they secure the car. Uh, but in the game, in, in, in the no, game, Bill, Bill doesn't. Bill doesn't die in the game. Oh yeah, you're right. Bill doesn't die in the game. Yeah, Bill, Bill leaves. He just leaves. Yeah, they they just they just part ways, and you never you never see Bill again. Um, he's referenced in two, but you know, you don't see him. In in, in this, uh, Bill does die. He dies with his husband Frank, and they they die together in this very beautiful and very sad murder suicide. They 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 Romeo and Julieted themselves. It's just, it's just so good. It's so, so good. It's so good. It's, it's, it's one of the best things I've ever watched. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the best pieces of TV I've seen. And the fact that this is ninety percent original content, and it's this good, I have hope for the rest of the show. Yeah, it just makes me even more excited. But the fact, because like, it's okay that they killed off Bill, because. After after that segment in the game, he's never mentioned again. Yeah, long term, he's he he doesn't matter. They they get the car anyway, and they get the car on the show too, and they leave, right? But without, I'm I'm gonna say this without spoiling anything because I know there's some people who haven't played the game, and there's some people who are watching this show and have never heard of the game. But the way that the first game ends is very particular, and. The way they're building up Joel and Ellie's relationship in the show doesn't feel like it's going to end the way it's going to end in the game. Maybe if they have a couple extra episodes of, of, of dialogue between them. Yeah, well, we'll see where it goes. I hope nothing changes, but we'll get there when we get there. Um, but yeah, that, that's it for The Last of Us for now, basically. If you haven't seen it, yeah, please go watch it. It's really good. It's so good. I, I know a lot of people are like, like especially nowadays where zombie media is so oversaturated. That maybe they don't want to get involved. But trust me, this is not just zombie media. It's, it's really good. Yeah, we, we talked about uh, the the zombie media in uh, our episodes on Shaun of the Dead and uh, the Evil Dead, so check those out. Before we close off with The Last of Us, uh, just it has been confirmed that it was renewed for a second season, and the second season will follow the events of The Last of Us Part Two. So okay, and so we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Uh, let's just let's just okay. I want to put out a statement for anybody listening to this right now. Okay, everybody listen to this right now. Do not, under any circumstances, if I see this happening, I will, I will be mad. I will be mad. Do not, under any circumstances, harass the person who is casted as Abby. Okay, if I see that happening, I won't like you anymore. <laughs> it's that simple. It's that simple. I'm not gonna like you anymore. Alright? So, please, before the show even comes out, don't harass the person who is casted as Abby, okay? Yeah, don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. I know speaking to the internet, that's hard, but come on, all right? Moving on to our final segment of the day, Backlogged, the segment where we recommend each other movies to talk about in the next episode. And last time, Pat recommended me Pokemon Detective Pikachu. A movie uh, I had not seen since it came out, and I did not have a super high opinion of. But I, I wanted to rewatch. I was looking for an excuse. And that fun fact we completely forgot we were supposed to talk about today. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, like right before we started recording, I had to confirm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so this uh, this movie was fine. 
I gave it three stars. Let me pull up on our box. I closed it for some reason. I enjoyed it more. I also gave it three stars. I enjoyed it a lot more the second time. Before, like before this review, I had it at a two, a two out of five. Now I went up a whole star. It's a three out of five. This this was directed by Rob Letterman, who directed Shark Tale, Monster vs. Aliens, the live-action Goosebumps movie, and Gulliver's Travels. So not a good track record. <laughs> yep, I think this is this is fun. I, I think it's a fun time. Yeah, uh, oh, he's also directing a Beyond Good and Evil movie. Interesting. Remember that? <laughs> Remember that, Ubisoft? Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I think the performances in this movie are all terrible. Yeah, they are. All terrible. Um, I think the story is really predictable and, and kind of shit, but I had fun. I had fun seeing the Pokemon in live action. I think they look good for the most part. Yeah, I think I think uh, the, the designs for the Pokemon are actually really, really good. It's the best part of this movie, I think. Yeah, it's the best part. I think they all, they all look pretty good and, and they're all fun to... They're fun to see interact with the world around them and also interact with the humans. Like this is how I imagine Pokemon would look in real life. I think it's I think I think it's a fun time. I think if you if you're a fan of Pokemon, I think there's something to enjoy here. And if you're not a fan of Pokemon or you don't like Pokemon, you maybe avoid it. Yeah, like me. Uh, so I've I've uh, I don't like Pokemon. Uh, I've, the only Pokemon game that I enjoyed while playing was Legends Arceus. I, I don't have a lot of knowledge about Pokemon. Like, I, I, the first video game I ever played in my entire life was Pokemon Blue. I never beat it, and I don't know a lot of info about Pokemon, but you don't need to know a lot about Pokemon to watch this movie. It explains pretty much the gist of it. All you need yeah. to know is that they, there's trainers, and they catch them, and they use them to battle, but that's not even mentioned in the movie. Yeah, this movie takes place in a, in a, a original area where Pokemon and humans live in harmony, and battles aren't really a thing. Just some underground battles, but, you know, that's to be expected. Yeah, it's just a mystery movie that's not done very well. If you want a mystery movie, go watch Knives Out. <laughs> yeah, it's not a really good mystery. I think the, the twist, quote-unquote, is really it's obvious. It's stupid, it's dumb. But I, I think Ryan Reynolds is, is a cute little Pikachu guy. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with the movie. I don't think the movie sucks. It's, it's fun. I just think the stuff in the movie... Is not done as well as it could have been, but it's three stars, you know, six yeah, out of it's, ten. That's fine. Just, just don't think about it too hard, you know. Yeah, it's 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 an all right movie. Uh, good for kids. It's kids there's, will love there, it. There's a scene where 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 Pikachu is fucking dying, and 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 I can't even remember the dude's name, the fucking protagonist. Um, Tim. Tim. Tim sees a, a Bulbasaur, and he's like, Bulbasaur, help! Pikachu's oh, dying. And I, I, I Pikachu and I, I Bulbasaur leaves, and Olivia's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Where is he going?" But Bulbasaur comes back with the squad. And it's, cute. it's cute. And yeah, that, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was that was a good moment. That was a good fresh off the real watch party moment. <laughs> yeah, we watched this together too, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. So now it's time for me to recommend you a movie, Pat. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. We reached a point where I look at Pat's watch list and I'm like, also haven't seen everything. <laughs> I have I have not seen anything that's in this watch list anymore. So we made it. That's that, that was the limit. Forty four episodes. That was well, the I, limit. What, I, what I'll probably do is I'll just, I'll just go on your watched list. Yeah, I'm and gonna I'll do just the like... same thing. I'm gonna do the same thing. 
I'm just gonna pick out movies that I that I have not seen, and then I'll make our lives easier. Right, but but now that I have no more movies to recommend, it's time. It's it's what? finally time. What are you recommending? I don't like where this is going. Season three is a big one, guys. We're like we we have so much planned for you guys in season three. So many things that are ending from season one and two that we started. Like, we're going to finally finish the Cornetto trilogy. We're going to continue with the Back to the Future trilogy. We're, we, we're, we're going to talk about some cool stuff. We're going to bring in a couple special guests in season three. There's a lot of stuff happening. But th there's, there's, there's one movie that I recommended it to you in season one. There's a sequel Just, to it. Uh, oh, no. There's a, come on. a sequel to it that it's, 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 I think it's finally time to close it off. It's finally time to close off this duology based on a video game that you play when you're sitting on the toilet pooping. I you watch know, Angry Birds 2. So today I'm recommending you Angry Birds 2, uh, which is actually funny, in my opinion. And I'm not shitposting. I was shitposting until now, but I think it's actually funny. If it All was right. anything besides Angry Birds 2, it would be fine. <laughs> but it is Angry Birds 2. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Season three's a kicker, man. Season three's gonna be a good one. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be kicking and screaming. <laughs> well, it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> um, but that's about it for today. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, and tune in next episode where we talk about Pat's torment <laughs> and another and another movie and another TV show probably <laughs> definitely. Yeah, let me let me just double check because I forgot. Well, let's not announce it because things change. Oh we yeah, things a, change. A, okay, let's not announce. We it. have a bad track record, so let's let's not. All right, let's let me let's then let's tell you something that will hundred percent for sure happen at one point. Uh, so the nominees for the Oscars have just been uh, released. Well, just been a couple weeks ago were released. So we're gonna do just like last last year. We're going to do a little bonus episode uh, talking about our our thoughts on the nominations and what we think is going to win. Um, and then once the Oscars happen, we're going to do a little watch party like we did last year. Uh, and then we're going to make an episode about the show. Make sure you, you tune in for that. And if, uh, if you weren't sure, uh, the Oscars this year are on uh, March 12th. So if you're planning on watching it, write that down on your calendar, March 12th. So the episode on our episode on the Oscars is probably going to be like right after that. Yep. So stay tuned. There's more to come. I know the 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 schedule has been kind of wonky right now because, well, let's, yeah. let's all get let's all congratulate Pat first of all. He got a new job. Congratulations. Yeah, I got a new job, and that's that's taking up a lot of time. But yeah, but uh, it's we'll, good. We'll, it's a good job. You know, it's it's good. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get back into swing of things hopefully soon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, uh, thank you all so much for taking the time to listen. Uh, if you liked this and you want to see more, then make sure you never miss an episode again by following us on Spotify and subscribing on YouTube and following us on our social media accounts, Instagram and Twitter, which you can find on the link tree, linktr.ee slash fresh off the real, no spaces, no caps. There you will also find a form that you could fill out to recommend us a movie or a TV show. And we'll take that recommendation, we'll watch it, and we'll make an episode about it. So if you want to let us know what you want to see on the show, make sure to fill out that form uh, or just tell us in the comments. And with that being said, we'll see all of you in a theater near you. 
Goodbye. Goodbye. Hello, this is a sound test for the new episode. Uh, hello, I'm currently watching a, a 30 second clip of, of One Piece fan animation. It's pretty cool. That sounds cool. Piece is exactly like uh, the movies we're talking about today. They're basically the same same thing, right? Well, apparently Creed 3 is taking inspiration from anime fights. Yes, I really hope like mid-punch... During uh, during Creed three, Creed just hears uh, hears Rocky's voice in his head, telling him that his friends have his back the whole way through, <laughs> and then and then Creed's punch catches fire <laughs> as it collides with the dude's face, while it plays super loud anime music in the background. <laughs> uh, you you could not tell me that won't be the best thing you've ever seen on on the screen ever, right? Like. <laughs> like, 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 think about your favorite movie you've ever seen, and not now think about that exact same movie, exactly the same how it is, but Michael B. Jordan is in it with a flaming punch to anime music. Wow! Is it not? Is it not made better? <laughs> like, remember everything, everywhere, all at once. Remember, remember the the, the be kind speech that that uh, short round makes. Yeah. In front of like all the the, the soldiers. Now imagine that exact same scene. <laughs> But after Strut Round finishes speaking, uh, Michael B. Jordan <laughs> appears in front of him and punches everybody with a flaming fist to anime music. Honestly, that would kind of fit the movie. <laughs> That's not even too far off to what happens in the film, right? So, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan should call me, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I am recording. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> so my mom was like, you want to eat? I'm like, hey, I'm recording. And my mom's like, I want to eat supper together. I'm like, when are you eating? She's like, now. Well, well no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That sucks. Oh, well. Uh, no, I mean, I'm not recording. It's fine. <laughs> All right. This is episode 44. Take one. Ow. Did you say ow? Yeah. I, hit, I, I missed my hand. I hit my wrist. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that sounds painful. <laughs> Would you say it it hurts about as much as a flaming fist from Michael B. Jordan would hurt? <laughs> or, or would it hurt less? <laughs> I think that hurt less. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're, we're, we'll make our way there. <laughs>